Time, here's Chris Whitting. Most people would agree that there are things in the world they'd like to change. Our next guest says each of us can start changing the world in as little as five minutes a day. Tammy DeVille is the author of Changing the World on a Tuesday Night, and we welcome her to InfoTrack. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Tammy, your book is about, as you put it, ordinary people who are making an extraordinary difference. But is it really possible to make that big a difference by volunteering just a few minutes a day? It really is, Chris. There are lots of opportunities, particularly virtual opportunities, that allow you to contribute to nonprofit organizations all over the world from the convenience of your laptop. Now, your book has, I'm going to say, over a 100 real-life examples of people doing these things, everything from raising funds to feeding children to fending animals, even baking pies. How did you find all these people, first of all? There is a great diversity. There's a diversity of opportunities that are available that people are unaware of. Initially, I contacted large organizations that people are familiar with, such as Habitat for Humanity, Big Brothers, Big Sisters. I wanted to include those organizations that people would recognize. And then I also just started searching on databases like volunteermatch.com and looked for opportunities that I thought were interesting and unique. And then I contacted the organizations and asked them to connect me with a volunteer that meet a few criteria that I had set up. Everybody would like to make the world a better place, I think, but how does one go about getting hooked up with one of these organizations where you can do something, but it won't take over your whole life and tie you up for great amounts of time, which most people don't have in this busy world? Well, the first step that I say is most important when someone is looking for a way to give back is, and it's best illustrated in one of my favorite quotes, and the quote is, do not ask what the world needs. Needs, ask what makes you come alive and then go and do that because what the world needs is people who have come alive. And so if you listen to that advice, you don't want to go out on a search of what's the greatest need in my community necessarily. You should first start with what do you love and what lights you up? Because when you choose to give that back to your community, everyone will benefit that much more. And once you decide what that area is, say it's gardening. Say you're just in love with gardening and you want to share that with your community. Then you can go to some resources. One of them, for example, is volunteermatch.com. And if you go to that website and you put in a keyword so you can put in gardening or gardens and your zip code then you can start to explore the opportunities in your area that match your passion as i'm looking through your book with all of these real life examples of volunteers some of them put in eight hours a week ten hours a week but some are only two hours a week and i'm just wondering uh, not to put you on the spot but could you give us a couple examples of people who did maybe two hours a week and made a difference well absolutely there are people who do mentoring um, that usually only takes an hour to two a week there's big brothers big sisters there's best buddies which matches individuals with children who have special needs there are opportunities like infinite family where you can mentor a child on the other side of the world via webcam and that takes just 30 minutes a week tell us a little bit about how something like that works you just log on to your computer once a week and you talk to somebody and that's what you do. 
Exactly. It's a little more structured than that. Infinite Family is an amazing organization that sets up computer labs in sub-Saharan Africa. They deal with the population of children there who are losing their adults to the AIDS epidemic. So the parent-to-child ratio is just way off in those areas. They need more adult interaction. So Infinite Family actually matches a mentor with a child. So you're matched with a specific child, and then you have a set time. So I did that for about a year, that organization, and I mentored a young boy until he moved out of that town. And we had a set time. It was Monday mornings at 9 o'clock. So every Monday morning for half an hour, that's what was set in my schedule. And I spoke with Clarence, the same 13-year-old boy, every week. One of the uh, things you said here in the material is, in the same amount of time you spend on Facebook, you could quite literally be changing the world by volunteering, using your hobbies, passions, and skills. Just looking at the big picture here, Tammy, how many people would you say in the United States do these types of things on a regular basis? It depends on who you ask. There are lots of polls that say upwards of 70% or 50% of the population volunteers but I don't know exactly what question they're asking in those polls. So some people volunteer when asked. Most people actually say yes when they're asked. So there's a specific event. Hey, will you come staff this event? Or will you come, you know, pass out water at this fundraising race? People say yes. So there are people who do it occasionally when asked. And then there are people who seek out opportunities to be involved with on a consistent basis. I think that number is a bit smaller. And again, it's because of what you said. It feels like it's going to take over your life. It feels like we don't have enough time. But when you really commit to it and you do something you... DeVille, author of Changing the World on a Tuesday Night. Tammy, compared to volunteering time or effort... How does that compare with the number of people who just donate money to causes? That's a great question. I haven't seen any data on that. I would venture to say that the number of people who make donations is much larger. It's easy to write a check. We can now do it online, right? We don't even have to write a check. We can click a button. We can do it via text message, which is amazing. That technology is great and allowing for fundraising in lots of easier ways. So it's an easier commitment to do that with a couple of clicks than to commit your time. So I don't know the exact numbers, but my guess is multiples more are donors versus hands-on. So if this sounds appealing to me as a listener to the show, what first steps would you suggest to get started? Well, my website, onatuesdaynight.com, has a resources page. And as I mentioned, there are lots of different websites, free resources, where you can go and search. So there are websites like Volunteer Match, Idealist.org, HandsOnNetwork.com. And most all of those sites have a place where you can put a keyword and a zip code. So I think that's a great way to get started is even just exploring what opportunities are available and see what interests you. And then also I would say take your time learning about the organization. Go meet the people. Maybe attend one of their fundraising events. See how it feels. Does it feel like a community of people you can commit to? Does it feel like an activity you could commit to? Because you want to be careful to not jump in and then feel weeks later that it's not something that's a good fit for you. So take your time and find something that feels right. Tammy DeVille is the author of Changing the World on a Tuesday Night. And uh, again, check out her website, onatuesdaynight.com. Tammy, thanks so much for joining us on InfoTrack. Thanks for having me. Have a great day. You're listening to InfoTrack. 
To learn more about our guests or listen to past shows, visit InfoTrack online at TalkZone.com. <laughs> 